now the super genius, Mark Madden. A lot of funny stuff has no taste. Like, for example, this show. I just wanted to say how funny that was. Now I'm going to cut you off before you can make a joke. The X at 105.9. We got Dejan in studio, the Serbian reactionary from DKPittsburghSports.com. Dejan, you're filling in tomorrow and Friday? Tomorrow and Friday. I'm told you'll be tuned in and just, like, wrapped in listening. I'll be wrapped okay. Uh, <laughs> what's your take on the Kessel controversy, which isn't really a controversy? Uh, they won, so he's not going anywhere, but certainly there are shortcomings. What's the controversy, first of all? Well, it's not one I created. Okay, so what's the controversy? Well, the You fact know what that- it is? It's it's the middle of July. You know what I've done for the last well, week? No, can no, I just no. throw this out? Can I just you, throw you this can, out? You can, but I disagree. I, okay. think, I think Kessel's a legitimate story given the no, departure of no, Taka. Because when you, when you hear me say that, you think that it's a, a criticism of your sources or your information or whatever. It's nothing but. It's nothing of the kind, I mean. It's not that at all. It's that it's the middle of July. There's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to write about right yeah, now. Yeah, that doesn't mean this Kessel thing with Tockett leaving isn't an issue and why is it so difficult for people to understand that Kessel frustrates coaches? I would think that that's plainly visible to the naked eye. I, I don't know why anybody would dispute that. That's been written about for a long time in Pittsburgh. Forget the Toronto stuff. I think that's what happens. Some people hear that and think, ah, you're trying to chase Phil out of town. What a ridiculous thought. Well, like okay? I always say, if I could chase people out of town, Phil Kessel is just a, wouldn't be on my list. Oh, and, so you're like Steve Simmons now. You hate him, and now what's next? The hot dog column? That's I what, wish. You know, Simmons th- makes a lot of money. I'm just saying that the idea that Phil is his own dude who walks to his own drum, who plays in his own way, is anything but some new thing, and it's not a controversy. Uh, Josh Yoey... It does does become more of a story when he only scores 23 goals. Josh Yoey of our website wrote a couple of months ago a terrific piece about the relationship between Kessel and Mike Sullivan. And it was in large part about how, you know, they don't always hit it off and how Rick Tockett had to be the intermediary in that. Now in mid-July, it's a controversy? Yeah, I think it is when Tockett leaves. When Tockett leaves, it's a different story. But the idea that, again... Well, no, controversies is is not the word I would use, but... But you did. when, When you have Mark Recchi... No, I said, and I'll read from my script... What's your take on the Kessel controversy, which yeah, isn't really right. a controversy. controversy? Oh, okay. But uh, but uh, when, when Recky is talking about his relationship with Kessel, yeah, clearly, you know, well, that's because a fact. Uh, no, the Penguins went to that press session uh, knowing that that would be a topic of discussion. I think everybody knows and saw with their own eyes the relationship between Tockett and Kessel to an extent. The games. Uh, the game, the one game in particular in the Ottawa series where Phil was just freaking out on everybody. That was Ottawa, right? Yeah, because he scored the big goal then. Correct, the one nothing goal. Yeah, and uh, everybody saw that with their own eyes and understood that there's something there. But I- I'll tell you what, again, there's nothing that's particularly unique or original about this situation. Uh, you have assistant coaches who are uh, placed in bad cop roles, if you will, and that's not saying that that's what Tockett was necessarily. No, Tockett was the good cop. He with had Phil. to be right. He had to be good cop with Phil. But you have assistant coaches that are placed in situations like that on every team, especially at the pro level. Right, but but the role Tockett played with Kessel was very specific to one guy. Right, and what? What? I'll just ask you. What do you think is going to come of this? What do you think that Kessel's just going to look at Mark Recchi and go, "Man, you're not Tockett. I'm not scoring any goals this year." 
Uh, I don't think it'll have anything to do with his production, but I think he's very unhappy the talk it's gone. And? Well, let's see how it works out. Again, you know, we go back to last season. Are you dismissing the possibility of blow-ups between Kessel and and Sullivan? I don't care if there are blow-ups between them. There Uh, were blow-ups this past season, and you know that. uh, Not anything that that Talkett couldn't put out. It doesn't. It, it's not going to be something that affects the Penguins in any significant way. Yeah, we'll see about that. Especially in light of the fact that. I mean, you you're probably right. Kessel's, but to dismiss the potential for to have negative impact. I'm not impact? dismissing the potential. I'm, I'm dismissing the the significance of the potential. I think if you go back to last season, look, nobody's hammered this point in this town more than you have. What was Phil's biggest problem this past season? Wouldn't shoot. Wouldn't shoot. Right. Okay. And that, that grew into a bigger problem. Grew into he only a, scored 23 goals. Only scored 23 hey, hey, goals. It's not enough. Okay, it's not enough. Okay, we agreed with that. One of our uh, hockey analysts, Matt Geitka, wrote a piece about uh, about how Phil's been underperforming. They all came after him, too. They're, oh, no, how can you say that? You're trying to chase Phil out of town. You're Steve Simmons and everything else, all this other crap. Look, if Mark Recchi goes into training camp with Phil Kessel and understanding, look, man, I'm not here to be your babysitter. I'm here as an assistant coach to help Mike Sullivan, to help you win the Stanley Cup, to help the coach win the Stanley Cup. I'm going to tell you one thing. I got into the Hockey Hall of Fame by shooting the puck first. You remember Recky when he first came into the league. Yeah, shot a ton. Shot like crazy. He was good for six, seven shots a game. Never stopped when he was in his 40s winning the Cup in in, uh, Boston. I haven't heard anybody bring this up. I like the idea of Mark Recchi being around Phil Kessel in that context. Alone. I think Rex is going to do a good job. Period. Rex is Rex, man. He's not. I mean, he's new. But Phil's, to- but Phil's got to score more than twenty-three goals. He and, does. And as I said earlier, specifically, a criticism and when they practice systems, he doesn't uh, put as much effort into it as they'd like. Not not physically or mentally. Nope. That's Phil. Well, so score goals. Okay, but some. What if it's none of the above? Which some that's a real problem. games weeks months it was that's a real and problem. Phil was not as good in the playoffs this year as last he was not uh, he like uh, I almost looked at him the same way that I did with Gino in the playoffs where when they had to be great they were oh no and I'm not again nobody's trying to run Phil out of town he's not on the market currently nope I just think Tockett being gone uh, means it's, that's more of a possibility at some point sooner than. Than if Taka had stayed, but 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 for the people out there who mindlessly defend Phil, no matter what, now that's that's a knee jerk thing, Mark. Phil that's had, Pavlovian. That, that that that's just that's just a uh, wanting to turn you know this, all now the Pittsburgh media as if that's somehow a singular entity is what? now like the Toronto media, which is somehow a singular entity. Well, uh, my my point is with Phil, you know, he only had twenty three goals. People are very, like whenever I bring up which wing are they going to trade. It's just like oh, Connor Sheary. Yeah, Connor Sheary had the same amount of goals as Phil. He did in twenty-one less games. Yeah, and and Connor really struggled for a big part of the playoffs. Uh, Phil struggled the last not the that last, much. No, not yeah, that and, much. And, and, and obviously, Phil comes with a much greater pedigree and a much bigger paycheck and a much much bigger paycheck. We're talking today on Kovacevic, brought to you by Matthews Wall Anchor Service. We'll get you out of the fix you're in. Visit wallanchor.com. Uh, Here's the cliched question, Dan. Like you said, it is July. Will the Pirates trade Kutch, and specifically, between now and the deadline, regarding Kutch, what factors will be considered? They will not trade him. I, I really believe that. Um, based on everything that How I've heard. How do you know that or believe that? I believe it based on information from inside the Pirates. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, and I believe that also applies to Garrett Cole. Uh, they There is no appetite in there on a broader scale to have anything remotely resembling a sell-off. 
Um, I think that in a purely philosophical sense, if you took away the other circumstances and where they are in the standings and whatever, I think that they could look at this organization overall and see a plus to that, a plus to starting over again. But there's no actual appetite for it. Mark, these guys have been there for 10 years now. If you brought in a whole new front office, and Lord knows I'm an advocate of that, if you bring in a whole new front office and they come in and say, well, we could trade Kutch, we could trade Garrett Cole because we see this and that is shaping up for two, three years from now, would the people react badly to it? Yeah, but would it be outright violence? No. I don't know. I'm not predicting violence, although we can always hope. But uh, attendance is dropping cataclysmic. It is. That's one, that's one of the reasons you can't. That's why I said there's no appetite, and I, business is part of it. If you send, just picture it. I know it would be radio gold for you. Okay, but no, by that picture. by that point, I'll have moved on to the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, you probably will. If they trade Kutch and or Cole, with attendance already plummeting, with their ridiculous, indefensible non-action last year after the ninety-eight win season, things will get so ugly, and that'll prevent them from doing the jobs that they want to do. So I think that there's no appetite for it in context. I think you're probably right, yeah. but uh, if they could make the right deal financially, I wouldn't hold out hope that they would ignore it. You know what? I, I guarantee, so, so I, I I guarantee you're you probably they, they, right. They look up at the Brewers in the standings, and they're envious of them in more ways than one because the Brewers are paying $56 million. I think they're envious because Keon Broxton's a lot better player than Gregory Polanco. 14 home runs for nothing. Now, does Kutch want to stay? I know what he says. But does he really want to remain a pirate? Kutch is so legacy-oriented, much more so than I think most people know. Uh, he loves the idea of being attached to one franchise. He loves the idea of being that Pittsburgh pirate. Uh, he's genuinely moved whenever you bring up something about passing so-and-so in the all-time pirates' uh, rankings. Uh, that's not fake. That's not phony with him. At the same time, Man, he didn't take it really well whenever they moved him out of center field, as we all saw. That's what I hear. And I think that might have been the the first uh, Neil Walker-level straw with him, if you will. Like, Neil Walker's a guy who obviously would have been happy to stay in Pittsburgh uh, for his whole career, but they just kept pecking away at Neil and making him feel less and less and less well, like a I, pirate. I, I still think that was the, the mark. Mark a downturn of this team when they got rid of Neil Walker yep. from that 98-win team. Who, how, the, the numbers don't disagree with you. I mean, Neil Walker was part of all three of those teams. What are you expecting from Marte upon his return? Um, I can tell you that from talking to a couple of people who are close to him that if you're talking about off the field that he's going to He's going. Oh, I don't care about he's that. He's going to return. He's the well, but that's going to be part of it for this. He's going to come back and he's going to – Answer all the questions. He's going to go through everything that he needs to go. He's going to get some of it on the road when he goes. He's going to have to deal with that too. Not but, just not just questions, but also I mean fans. Oh, I don't think so. Uh, I, I, he's not that well known like Ryan that's Braun right. was. He's not significant enough to harass. He is, but he's in left field. You know. Yeah, I don't. I know. mean, the, 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 people are educated when they go out there with their heckles for say, the most part. He should just say no habla. <laughs> right. Him and Polanco mostly do that for interviews anyway. He. Oh, no, I mean, no, do, do, no. Polanco's be, been pretty good with interviews. Do you think he'll be productive? I, I think that Starling Marte was born with an awful lot of talent. I think that he made, and this is based on, again, information that I have uh, from people who are close to him and who are people close to this specific situation, that he did one phenomenally stupid thing. 
and there's absolutely no reason to believe that anything happened before that. And you know what? Who brings up more than anybody that he had nine home runs last season? Well, he, I, you he, know, he, he did steroids 101. He used steroids that he might as well have bought them from Hulk Hogan in. In 1984. I think he's going to perform really well. I think he's going to be maybe a little bit nervous the first time out. But again, you know, I understand that it's the minors and it's not the same thing, but he goes out in his first game in Indianapolis here on this little tour and hits a three-run bomb. So, I mean, the the natural talent is there. The desire is going to be there. What was your take? And I know you're not covering Mayweather and McGregor on DK. No. You're not? No. Uh, what was your take when uh, when McGregor said to Mayweather, dance for me, boy? I, You know what? I I. I'm surprised that it didn't get more of a reaction. Why do you think it didn't? I I don't. I think it's partly because that particular uh, boxing slash UFC subset is kind of young and hip and whatever else. And it, well, they couldn't possibly have meant that. And if it was somebody older saying it, I think it would say, "Oh, look, here's some old racist." You, you don't think it was racially motivated? No, that's not what I said. I said I think that you asked about the perception. Well, the whole fight's black versus white. The, that is the promotional basis yeah, of the fight. The the, the the perception, I think, is going to be that younger fans are looking at it, and younger fans are going to think, "Oh, there's no way that could have been racist because they're younger." It doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, I don't. I'm just saying. I, I know I don't see any way to conclude. You must be right because if a one lot of the of people, yeah, if one of the promoters are had concluding said it, it's not racist, but I can't conclude that it's anything but. Now, if there's some 65 year old promoter standing next to him and he says it, woo. Well, if Trump said it, they'd be impeaching him. Now, if we're not, I said we, it, we are not getting into politics. If, if I said it, I'd get fired forever. That's right. Forever. Um, now, I'm going to AC, and I'm going to see something called Fake Fest, which is tribute bands. AC is Atlantic City, for those of you who don't know this. They know. Uh, which of these tribute bands would you look forward to most seeing? Led Zepp, Eagle, Skinner, Van Halen. Uh, you know, it can't be easy to do Van Halen. Uh, they have such a unique sound. And I know there are no degrees well, to uniqueness, it's but you know it's what tough, I mean. It's tough to mimic the guitar work. You can't. Well, it's it, actually a lot of it's tough to, you know, not that Alex Van Halen was any genius on the bass or whatever, but I mean the drum sound from the early albums would be very hard to duplicate. It's big, deep, rich, but yeah, doing Eddie Van Halen stuff, who does that? That's more production of that's yeah. Templeman, the, the drum sound. Yeah. No, but I'm saying from the from the from the guitar, the hammering, everything that Eddie Van Halen it's, did. It's tough. Hammering to, is a guitar term, in case anybody know. didn't know. It's tough to mimic Roth and some of his inflection. Not a great singer, but a unique kind of stylist. Yeah, and I mean, even and don't forget, his, you got to look the part. His too. screams and his shouts, the the he would like he'd cover three octaves in the same scream. It's my understanding that the David Lee Roth for this particular band is black, so we'll see how that. Uh, Works out. Now I'm going to blow off Springsteen. See how you are. I'm going to blow off Springsteen, <laughs> Bon Jovi. I hope McGregor's not there. I'm going to blow off Springsteen, Bon Jovi, Prince, Chicago, and the Police. Prince, man, too soon. That is fake fest. No, no. It's not, what do you mean too soon? It's a tribute band. I understand that. I'm not too insulting soon. Prince. No, 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 gonna... not you. Them. If it's it a were Prince, a, too if, soon. If it were actually, well, did you want to see Bruno Mars doing Prince? Did you? Did, was that enjoyable off, for first you? First off, I'm sure that this Prince tribute band existed before Prince died. That's fine. It's and you got to still... keep making a living. Well, I know they had Be- Beatles tribute bands when they were all still alive. Well, one thing I, I want to make clear. I think Prince was a unique talent. Yeah. If this were actually Prince, I'd blow it off. Wow. That's Dejan Kovacevic. I'm Mark Madden. Ask Mark anything. 412-333-WXDX.